0: In today's episode, we're going to say yes! We're going to talk about the power of yes and how the ability to understand what yes is really saying to your kid. It's not just about not saying no, but it's about co-creating a new way to see desire within yourself and within your child.
1: Welcome to the Art of Raising Humans.
0: Hello, and welcome to episode 32 of The Art of Raising Humans. I'm Kyle.
1: And I'm Sarah.
0: And today we're going to talk about Yes! <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> we're going to talk about the power of saying yes. And I hope today, maybe you've heard this idea before, but I hope we go a little deeper because it's not as simple as just like, hey, let's just start saying yes to everything our kids want, you know? Um, um, I remember in particular, there was a movie, I guess, with Jennifer Gardner on, I think it was Netflix or something like that. I think it was called yesterday Day. And I, I, to be fair, I, I haven't seen it. I just read about it, heard some parents talk about it. And I think there's some good elements to the movie, but I think part of it, what I'm wanting to get away from is it's it's not just us saying yes to everything, you know, that actually the kids want us to say no. So I want you to know in this, we're not saying no is bad and yes is good. And if you listen to our last podcast, which I strongly (laughs) suggest you should, we're not going to get into a dichotomous thing where saying yes means you never say no because no is bad, right? I think no is actually really helpful. And I think kids actually want you to say no sometimes to them. Okay. But I want to take a deeper look at why saying yes is so important to raising healthy, responsible kids. But before we do, I want to encourage you to go to, you know, the website, parentinglegacy.com. You can find the podcast there. You can find ways to, uh, you know, email us. You can, um, you know, ask questions, give us ideas for future podcasts. Some of our podcasts have been because listeners or people have asked us to talk about certain things. And so I would love to have your feedback on how this is helpful. You know, put five stars, send this out, do all the cool stuff, you know, to do on social media to get the work. It out because Sarah and I are doing this to help families. And so if you think the power of yes and understanding that would be helpful to a family, send this to them. Okay. But Sarah, why is saying yes so important?
1: Okay. So when I learned this back way back when I was working with kids, it was, it was one of those things where you just boom, it blew my mind and I loved it. And I think part of that's my personality. I'm not one of those no, no, no. Oh, I'm one of those people. I like, (laughs) I like a good no. (laughs) Right. But when I heard what I can say yes a lot, this is fantastic.
0: And it's actually good and healthy.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, no, I, I really, I loved it because I like to say yes Mm -hmm. to kids and in situations I'd see them light up. I'd see. And, and so when I learned that, Oh, this is a way to guide them. This is a way to help them, and kids here know so much, and I can actually use yes to help them. It was just wonderful, and as I started to incorporate it as with my work with kids, especially the ones who were so resistant, who had they were getting kicked out of daycare, they were um, just had already had that big label on them.
0: No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That was the label. Was, yes. you see that kid? You got to say no to that kid. <laughs>
1: yes. They were the trouble <laughs> yes, ones. Yes, exactly. And it really helped them. They mm-hmm. would open up mm-hmm. because they thought, what? You're just not going to say no to everything mm-hmm. I do? Mm-hmm. And And so it's just something from early on we've been doing with our kids. And it's the idea... Do you want me to just go into? Well, let under? me get.
0: I do like that. Okay. I love it when you go into things. But I was going to say this. I got this off the internet. Sweet. <laughs> so, the, <laughs> you can this, trust I know. It. No, this is a research <laughs> thing that we, we knew this in the past. But I wanted to get specific. So, it, this specific particular study that I found was said the average toddler hears the word no an astonishing four hundred times a day. That's a lot. That
1: does feel like a really big number. But I will say, it's so true. What does everyone... What's a very... Kids usually learn mom and dad Mm -hmm. and no.
0: Yep, that's true. Those are almost...
1: I was really proud when when our oldest was little, she would say yeah. Yeah, that's
0: true. It's like,
1: yes, Yes. success. She doesn't just say no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're trying to save them from things so we have the habit of saying no. and, And then as they get older... We just continue that process. Well,
0: what you made me think, and I want you to go, ahead, is the, when, we, when you teach your kids by resisting them a lot, which was what no is, no, 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 mm-hmm. I'm modeling and teaching them to do the same thing to me. So it's no surprise yeah. when they feel like now they can say, no, 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 like they're going to do it back to me because that's how we communicate. You yeah. ask me to do things. Or I try to do things. You tell me no. And then you ask me to do things. And I just say, no. <laughs> so like yeah. it really, it, 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 it starts resistance breeds resistance. I start to grow resistant kids.
1: And I think you lose in that yeah. there are lots of yeses right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so if you say no you can't touch that or no don't there's actually other times where it may be totally fine yeah yeah yeah. and so yes is actually really helpful because yeah, yeah. it leads us that direction It
0: guides them to what they can it touch. it teaches yeah. them
1: to go oh yeah. okay it's just not always a big flashing yep. no yeah, yeah, yeah. there's just a time and a place for this
0: yeah yeah
1: if my little kid is yelling at the top yeah. of their lungs yeah and i say no stop that yeah. don't you know then Instead, I could say, oh, yelling, that's great outside. You can go outside and yell. They start to actually learn, okay, it's not that just no to the yelling. It's that... Inside, it, it's you know hard on people's ears. It's really loud. You know, oh, yeah. I can go, I can do that outside. Yep. I can jump, or I can hit yep. things, or I can run around like crazy, or you know
0: the. We 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 were at a birthday party one time, and their little kid who was five came up and had a plastic baseball bat and started hitting me in the leg. And because I knew this, I just said, "Oh, do you want to hit something?" And I said to his dad, "Hey, does he have a baseball?" He yeah, he threw me the baseball. Take this outside and go hit this. And the kid's eyes lit up and he took off and went outside. Yeah. Like he was hitting me because he knew that's what you do with baseball bats. But my leg isn't the thing I wanted to hit. <laughs> right. So instead of saying, don't do that, which is what his dad said. Don't do that. Like, hey, would well, you have a baseball? I immediately said yes to hitting. You don't need to hit me. Go hit the ball.
1: Yeah. And uh, cookies or something yeah. like that is yeah. a great example of, um, no, you can have a cookie. Instead, you could say after dinner. Yeah. And yeah. kids respond really well. A lot of times they're just looking for, I really want this thing. Or yes. I have this impulse or yeah. I have this need. Yeah. And instead of just saying, that's a dead no, you know, yeah. you, you let them, you lead them into where and when that can I, I
0: happen. I think a lot of times you're saying that, a lot of times it's this desire in the kid, which you want to cultivate and guide their desires. You know, mm-hmm. like the desire may be for a cookie. I'm thinking a lot of times the desire is just curiosity, you know? And, and typically those curiosity things get like a big slap down of, no, don't do that. I, I remember in particular being four years old, And I was curious if during nap time I covered my ears and screamed as loud as I could if anybody else could hear me. (laughs) And I remember the teachers were so mad at me and I was so confused why they're mad at me. I was just experimenting. I didn't know. And then I was like, wow, that didn't work out. I guess they can't hear me. You know, but all of a sudden now that was a bad decision. And I, instead of it could have been, if I could have talked to them about it, they could have said, Hey, listen, that's not the time, you know, don't do it then. Mm -hmm. If you're wanting to see if people can hear you when you scream, don't during, during nap time, I'll do it with you. Let's go outside. You cover your ears, scream. I'll tell you if I can hear you. Right. And it would, that whole science experiment would have been done.
1: <laughs> right. Or uh, recently uh, our youngest asked if she could light a candle. Mm. And so I told her, Oh, she wants to try to light something. Mm-hmm. And so I told her, Oh, that's great. Okay. Here. And I gave her a time and a place when we would do that together yeah, so that she'd be safe. And, yeah. You know, instead of just, no, you can't do that, let's try to guide that into something. And so we've talked a lot about little kids, but the same thing goes with older kids. Yeah. You know, if they want to learn to drive or, you know, all the things that they're trying to grow into and do things on their own. If they
0: want a phone. Yeah. If they want social media. Yeah.
1: How that's going to happen. It's a yes. Yes. A Yes. When you know, tell them this is when it's going to happen, this is how it's going to happen. It's a yes, yeah, it's just how is that going to look?
0: I've seen so many kids in the practice whose parents have said no to social media, and I agree, I'm I'm glad you have to some extent, right? Right, It's good just because there's other parents who. Have just let their kids on social media and have no clue the dangers there. At least are are not Mm -hmm. choosing to face those dangers, you know. Mm -hmm. And and I think it's important to equip your kid to be successful in culture with social media. And so instead of saying no to having the social media, you say yes to how that can happen, you know. This this
1: age, and
0: I've seen kids write three page papers about the negative (laughs) effects of it, the positive, all in a way to join together with the parent to say, "I, I want to have this, but. I want to do it in a healthy way, but all I'm getting is a no from you, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I, I love how there's a lady who wrote a book called Screenwise where she talks about this whole cool process. Of if your kid wants an Instagram account, have them not only write the positives and negatives, you know, what those are, write that down for you. Maybe also explore what are five positive accounts that really show positive things and five that are negative and show come back and what makes it, um, you know, healthy ways to approach it, unhealthy ways. And then I want you to start with the Instagram account for the dog. So we'll start an Instagram account for the dog and you'll manage that for three to four months. And then we'll see how that goes. And then after three to four months, if it looks like you're able to do it in a way that's helpful to you rather than in a way that hurts you, then cool. Let's maybe try one for you, you know, but even in that there's parameters, it's a yes to the boundaries, the parameters. It's like, if you're on there, then I'm going to be on there with you. And all these kind of, you set all these boundaries and because you're saying yes, the kid is more likely to accept those things. Rather than you just saying no, and then and then finally, like at some point they go behind your back, and it causes all of this this kind of conflict. Because eventually the kid's going to be out of your house and going to have it anyway. Yeah, you know? there so is you,
1: a yes. yes, even though if we say no, there's actually well, the yes is still there. And even think. It, it seems so like the only go in that seems
0: like the only yes, Sarah, is to do it behind your back. Yeah. You're know, like, I yeah. can't get a yes from you. So the only way to get yes is by being deceitful, manipulative, and going yeah. behind your back.
1: Well, and just because we meet them with a no, that instantly builds the resistance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I'm resisting you with your no, and then they just start to resist yes. back. And you build this, re- especially over time and over years of doing that, it. it
0: something I learned in drug and alcohol counseling was these clients were told to go there by court and they had to go there to get their license back because they'd had DUIs and the power of yes in that environment was flowing with the resistance that many of them are mad about being there. They didn't want to be there. They're paying a lot of money to come there, learning information they thought was stupid. And I, as a group leader wanted them to leave there and, and not drive drunk and not drive high and be safe. So using the power of yes, using the ability to flow with their resistance, it, it, They bred cooperation to where they finally got less defensive, less, you know, um, resistant to the info and they're more receptive. And that's never what you want your kid to be. You're wanting your kid not to be trained to resist you, but to receive you to, -hmm. to be receptive to the wisdom as you as a parent have to offer. They need your guidance. They need your, they actually want it. But, but if they think the only guidance they're going to get is no, then they'll stop asking you. Yeah, They're they're, going to ask other people. You're going to say no anyway, right? Yeah, they will say that. (laughs) Which
1: parent is the yes parent and which parent is the no Mm -hmm. parent? Mm -hmm. And so they're going to go to the yes parent, right? Mm -hmm. So if we can just both team up together to be the yes parent and guide that. And I think, too, there's a piece of it that just honors the child's desire. Mm -hmm. So if my child comes to me and wants their fifth cookie, it's not that they're a bad kid or something. I just need to guide that desire for sweet something in a a different direction. So I can same, say,
0: but same with wanting the phone, same with yes, wanting social media, all, of that. all that stuff. Yeah.
1: And, and teenagers, I think of dating and yes. relationships oh gosh, and yes. how far, what yeah. does that look like? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you want to have those open conversations. Yep. And so you want to lead that into a, a yes. And how let's shape
0: it. Sir, I've had teenagers tell me like, I can't date till I'm 18. I'm like, are you sure? Cause I don't think your parents have said that. I, no, they did. And then like when I talk to parents, I'm like, no, I don't remember ever saying that. But like the kid can remember somewhere when they were like 12, there was a joke. You're not dating until you're 18. And so the kid ever since then has thought, it's a no, it's a no. And like, I, I'll, I'll talk to the parents like, I'm okay. If they want to go on a date at like 16 or something like that. And the kids, the kid has not even asked because the kid's so used to just like, they're just the no parent. So why would I even ask them? And the parents like, why would they think that I have So, so the, somewhere along the way, the kid got the message that there isn't this flowing with it. There isn't this receptivity to the desire. There's just going to be, the desire is going to met with like, well, put that desire away. You know, I'm tired of you asking.
1: And then you, you miss out on all that, what your child is thinking, what's going on in there. The yes opens that up yeah. for dialogue and, and going there together.
0: Well, it really helps the kid reflect on why yeah. am I pressing for this? Why do I want this phone so bad? You know, I know we're really learning how to do this with, with our kids too. Cause that's kind of in the stage of life we're at. And it's really been fun to see how thoughtful they can be about having technology or not having technology or all that. I kind of welcome that. I mean, sure there is some stuff that kind of go, Oh, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't want, you know, part of you're like, can we just not have to deal with this? But I think that just puts blinders on and makes it to where the kid isn't going to come to you because the kid thinks you're not receptive to the desire. So yes. I, I think you hit upon something I didn't even put in my notes, but I love that of just receiving their desire, not seeing their desire for that fifth cookie as a bad desire. I know I did. I would see it as them being a slave to sugar and, right. and so, like,
1: sure. Sometimes it's annoying. Yes, it is annoying. It's yeah. like, ah, stop asking. Yes.
0: Stop asking for a stupid cookie. I'm like, yeah.
1: Yeah, so we have those moments, Mm -hmm. but you know, I, I try to then, okay, wait, how can I make this a yes?
0: a good example uh our son who's nine he was at a scouting event and he was using his knife and he was whittling and it was fun to watch another parent do this and use the power of yes i don't even think he knew he was doing that but but that my son was walking and he was whittling and in scouts they're very specific about how to use a knife and they go through training about how to do that safely and so instead of him saying which he could have and some other adult might have don't walk around with a knife like that or hey you need to be you know don't be doing that it's not safe or you could hurt people that way All of that being true, but that would immediately put my son on like, oh, I'm I'm doing something bad. I didn't know. I wasn't meaning to. Instead, what this dad said, which was really cool. He said, hey, when you're whittling like that, sit in a chair and face away from people. So once not you grab that chair over there, sit down and whittle away. My son was like, okay, cool. <laughs> he just got yeah. the chair. He sat down. And you could see almost, I, I bet in his, there was gratitude of like, oh, I'm so thankful that dad showed me a better way to do it. You know, I thought I was doing it the best way I could, yeah. but he just showed me a better way. How neat yeah. is that? You
1: have this thing you want to do or things you're doing and let's help you be successful yeah. in that. Yeah.
0: He's not trying to go around and stab kids with a yeah. knife. He's yeah. not trying to do it. But I also saw this in one study, Sarah, that hearing yes helps kids grow up with a positive outlook in life. Mm-hmm. I think they, they 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 see life as opportunity you know so when they have a desire they go oh where could that take me you know yeah. it's another opportunity i could go do that or go try this or go and 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 they they think all they need to do is get the right resources um you know get get some uh, helpful mentoring or some guidance in that and then life is positive.
1: It turns on all this creativity yeah. because we all have goals. The goal when you're little might be another cookie yeah. or when you're a teenager, it might be a phone or dating or a certain relationship. And it, and if kids are grow up with this, okay, how can I reach this thing I want? Then they can take that into their career and their mm. future goals in life. They yeah. can go, Oh, I want this. Yeah. How can I get there? And they learn to get through barriers Mm, instead of just going, well, there's a barrier. It says no. Yes. Stop here. Yes. And so I love that it builds in that creativity Mm. to... Overcoming the obstacles and finding yeah. pathways to the
0: I'm even thinking, yeah. like, that's the power of saying yes, is teaching the kid to say yes to themselves. Yeah. You know? Because I think we get in caught up into that. When you hear no a lot and it's associated to the thing you're desiring, like, oh, I want that toy. No, you have enough toys. You know, stop asking. You know? I want that cookie. You've had too many cookies. You know? I want... All your desires are framed in light of like, they're bad, you know, Mm -hmm. and you, you learn to say no to yourself because I can't trust myself. I can't trust my desires. If I want something, it's probably going to be destructive, you know, instead of good. And I think when you say, it's not as if like everything the kid wants is good. I don't even think it's framed in that. It's just, they want it. It doesn't have to be good or bad. And, And so when you come alongside them, it's not like, let me judge your desire. If that's a good one or bad one, it's just like, oh, you want that. That. let me show you how to get that mm-hmm. in a way that is healthy in a way that's appropriate you know it's, and it,
1: and it gets shaped too you know yeah. if we if we're open if they if they come to us with a request or desire, and we're open to them, yeah. then it can even get reshaped. For yeah. example, the mm. cookie. Oh, you really want something yeah. sweet right now? Yeah. Oh, and you know, oh, well, you know what? I actually just got your raspberries. You oh, love yes, raspberries. Let's go yeah. get raspberries. Yeah. So it's sort of honoring that's where they're good. at. Mm. And and the goal could even get reshaped over time. I know yeah. as we're having conversations with, with about phones yeah. with our kids. Yep we're shaping that over time yep. and yep. and so anyway well, well, it's it, not even yeah. just like whatever you ask for you're going to get i love
0: it sir it yeah. can
1: get shaped and changed well, and the, just the, open yeah. to
0: the it. word i like to use is co-create them presenting the desires like their open hand reaching out to me and me saying no is coming with like this closed fist of like i don't care if your hand's open i don't care it's just no but mm-hmm. really they're reaching out saying will you help me with this desire? You know, mm-hmm. it isn't, I, I love how you said, it. it isn't just about a lot of times the kid actually doesn't actually want to get the thing they're wanting, you know? Cause like the kid who wants all the candy, you know, the kid ends up getting sick and throwing up, you know? So it isn't just saying, let's figure out how you can get a hundred pieces of candy, you know? Right. Instead, it's like, how do you take that desire to want something sweet and, possibly turn it into something that's helpful. Right. But if, when the kid comes with the open hand, if my hand is not hope open, I can't reach out and grab their hand and hold it with them and co-create where that desire takes them. I think that's, that's, that's good. (laughs) I like that because that's really what we want to do. We want to take that desire with them, co-create it to where that desire goes someplace that shapes and forms them into a healthier human being.
1: And I think it helps us to help them yeah. learn to have that insight. Yeah, you think you want a phone, and yeah. and that may be a tool. Of course, yeah. But yeah. you're wanting to connect with your friends. Exactly, yeah. You're wanting to to fit
0: in, to for them to yeah, be accepted. Yeah, to yeah.
1: grow up and have you know mm-hmm. some responsibilities, mm-hmm. or to show to feel more mature. Mm-hmm. You know, I know part of part of this is like I want a phone because that's a piece of being older, and exactly. I'm trying yes. to be older. Yes, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's not a we can. Discuss all of that sure. because the answer is a yes, but we need to, we have some pieces here to talk exactly. about, yep. right? To yep. this goal. Yep. Yep. And it, so it allows them to have that insight and to grow in that skill because yep. later they'll be doing it on their own and hopefully they'll still contact, hopefully they'll still reach out exactly. to you when they're yeah. older. Yeah. But how we do it now with them increases the likelihood. The likelihood they'll,
0: they'll say yes to me someday when I'm yeah. older, right? Yeah. And, I, and I have it. Just and say, they'll like,
1: still invite you in. Well,
0: even like a simple desire could would you mind calling every week just so we can have a conversation? I know mm-hmm. you're busy with college and I'd love, mm-hmm. and the kid is more likely to say yes. Cause you've said yes to them. You know, mm-hmm. they're more likely to say, Hey, well maybe this few weeks is it's going to be hard, but no, I definitely want to get into that habit and get that, you know? And so you're wanting to raise kids who know how to say yes first to themselves. Once again, not saying yes. Oh, I have this desire. I'm going to go get it. But they know how to be reflective and thoughtful about what is this desire? What am I really wanting in this moment? And how can I go about that? the way that's really, you know, healthy for me. Another part of that study was it said that kids that hear no a lot see life as full of obstacles and they have a more negative and pessimistic view of life. So like you said, is they they just expect the no, you know. So sometimes even like with a boss, I mean, how many times have you wanted a a higher salary and thought that you had done the work to deserve a promotion? But why would I ask the boss? He's going to say no, you know, when really the boss may be sitting like, why didn't they why didn't, why haven't they asked me? I mean,
1: you're so of, used to no. Yes. you see it when there yeah. isn't even a no,
0: yeah. And I think it just makes us apprehensive over time. I mean, I've even seen parents do it where they they get apprehensive about asking their kid to do things because they assume the kid's gonna say no. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what is happening? Like why I would, I want to assume the kid wants to say yes. And if the kid is saying no, that's a moment of reflection. That's a moment of going, what's going on here? I wonder what the nose coming from. The same thing I'd want the kid to do with me, right? If mom or dad are saying no, I wonder what that's about. Cause mom and dad are typically for me. They're typically there to help me guide these desires, you know, mm-hmm. not just resist them. And it goes, it goes back to just a simple truth is that resistance doesn't change the moment acceptance does. So once your kids, when they have these desires, like things like a cookie, but into a phone, into dating, into driving, into all these kind of things. I know it can be scary, but resistance of them doesn't make them go away. It actually just hides them, you know? And so I actually want to accept the desire and then hand in hand with the kid co-create what to do with that desire.
1: Well, and then just the bringing it back. Sometimes there might be a no, but if you're saying yes all these other times, yeah. when you do have to say no to something, they're much more likely to accept it because they're like, "Wow, I mean, you usually say yes, so," yeah. and they're they're just gonna be much more open to that.
0: Yeah, it's great. So if I could sum it up, so this I want want to make sure you hear us correctly. What we're saying, we're not saying, let's just say yes to everything. No's are bad. No, I think I think there's uh, no's to me are are about setting boundaries. So so in in kind of wrapping up, I said you know this is a good follow up to dichotomous thinking, which we did in the last episode, because people think if you're saying yes more often, then it means you're never saying no, and that's not the case. It's just a shift we're inviting you into in understanding what saying yes is really saying. It is setting boundaries through discipleship and guidance. It's you co-creating where your child takes that desire. And I'd even encourage you to do it in your marriage. I would encourage you to do it within your own heart, like be reflective of your own desires. How are you just constantly saying, are, are you constantly saying no to yourself? Are there ways in which you're, you're saying yes, but you're you're, you're able to, to co-create that with that, maybe through faith or maybe through other healthy relationships of like, what is this desire I have? And why do I keep saying no to it? And how do I tap into it and then do something helpful and healthy with it? I hope I hope this podcast was helpful to you. I hope today you will try to say yes more often. I hope you'll you'll just be more aware. How often? Are you saying no 400 times a day? I hope you're not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but notice from your littlest kid up to your biggest kid. Notice in your own thought life. Notice in your marriage. How often are you saying no? Are you buying into the idea that resistance will change things? Or are you open to practicing? Maybe acceptance is a better way to do it. If I can be accepting and receptive, then I actually get a seat at the table. Maybe I get to help guide my kid or guide where my marriage is going. So I just hope this was helpful overall and just would love for you to be uh, more open to the yes. And we say yes to you and yes to uh, you loving your kid more and and, then being that parent you want to be. All right. So I hope you have a great day and enjoy your upcoming summer break.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: The Art of Raising Humans podcast should not be considered or used as counseling, but for educational purposes only.